For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. On Monday, MIT made a big announcement about standardized testing requirements. Yesterday, 21 states filed a lawsuit about federal COVID-19 restrictions for public transport as a new subvariant arrives in the United States. It's Wednesday, March 30th. If you've been following trends in higher education recently, you might have noticed a shift in expectations surrounding testing for admissions. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, a lot of schools temporarily got rid of SAT and ACT requirements due to accessibility concerns. But even as testing centers have been opened back up to full capacity over the past year, a lot of schools aren't bringing back the requirements. Princeton, for example, announced last month that they're staying test optional for the upcoming cycle, and all of the other Ivy League schools are in the same boat through at least this year. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology, however, announced Monday that students applying this fall will have to submit either an SAT or ACT score, going against the current wave among elite schools. Dean Stu Schmill claimed in a press release that the tests are a critical part of assessing how a student might do during college. The executive director of the National Center for Fair and Open Testing called it, quote, an unfortunate decision, citing schools like the University of Chicago, which did away with testing requirements even before the pandemic. As it is, MIT's decision stands as a notable part of an ongoing conversation over the value of standardized testing and predicting success at college. In national news, 21 states are suing the Biden administration over federal masking requirements for public transportation. The 18 Republican and three Democrat-led states are headed by Florida, whose Attorney General Ashley Moody said in a statement that the mask mandate is, quote, frustrating passengers and causing chaos. The filing comes more than a month after Texas individually sued the administration on the same grounds and just a few days after major airline CEOs called on Biden to end the mandate on planes in an open letter. The mandate is set to end in a few weeks on April 18th. According to NPR, the CDC is working on updated guidance for beyond that date. The states suing the federal government cited downturns in cases and hospitalizations around much of the country, as well as lots of local rollbacks on COVID-19 restrictions. However, several states, including those in the Northeast, appear to have slight positive trends in cases, according to the New York Times coronavirus dashboard. Health experts are worrying that the latest subvariant of the Omicron variant, BA2, could cause spikes in the U.S. as it did in the U.K. and other parts of Europe in recent weeks. BA2 is now predicted to make up more than half of U.S. cases, particularly in the Northeast. It's known to be more contagious than basic Omicron, but it doesn't seem to lead to worse sickness, and vaccines remain effective against it. Yesterday, the FDA authorized a second booster for people over 50 years old and certain immunocompromised folks. Here on Princeton's campus, while we don't have as much testing data as we did before spring break due to the reduction in testing frequency, positivity rates appear to be down since then, from 5.6% during midterms week to 2.4% last week, though again, those include different sized sampling pools. Today should be a slightly warmer day, still not the spring we'd expect or want though. Temperatures should stay in the mid 40s with sun and softer winds throughout the day. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Mark Dodici, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful Wednesday.